0: G'day everyone and welcome to another edition of the Tuesday Night Live brought to you by Crowcasts of course Lots to talk about this week and uh, I don't really want to mess around with the intro so let's get right into it shall we? and gentlemen how are we going uh welcome to a crappy start to the tuesday night live show brought to you by crowcast of course uh, i've only just got home from work peter's only just got home from work i think uh, we're all here we're all fired up i got my camera sorted <laughs> uh what a disaster peter how are you going i'm really well mate we made it so that's the main thing that's exactly right <laughs> <laughs> i had myself muted for half the intro and the music was shit and i was fighting with my camera <laughs> and you oh my god anyway uh look thanks to everyone who's joined us on discord of course and on youtube uh g'day to everyone uh on the live show chat and also those who have joined us in the live studio audience. Don't forget, Tuesday Night Live is all about interaction, isn't it, Peter? So we welcome anyone who wants to... Yeah, it sure is. uh,
1: Good to see some people there in the audience, and please feel free to jump in and have a chat. Absolutely. That's what
0: we want. Peter, uh, did you happen to avail yourself of the disaster that was the Essendon game on the weekend?
1: I did have a look. And it was a bit of a bit of a hard watch. I'm generally be uh, I've generally been pretty positive this year, yep. and I've remained positive in pretty much every game. I think I've been pretty proud of that record, but really struggled to find something to grab onto Friday night. And I, I just I, I think what was disappointing for me is just the way that we came out and, and played that really incredibly defensive, slow um, Parable, game style. I'm not quite sure what it was about, and it was really, really disappointing. And I, I think I said to you, Fien, um, in private, that it, really that uh, performance was at the feet of the coaching staff. Yep. And um, I think that yeah, the, the, the players are obviously playing to instruction. And I think that um, I'm not sure whether there just wasn't the buy-in for that or, you know, I mean, it just was not the same team that we've seen play on a number of occasions this year. And I just felt that the way that they started off in the first quarter just, you know, just lost all momentum. It, there, there was just um, – I just didn't think we really recovered from, from that. And, yeah. And so I'm prepared to – I think I'm just going to give a pass to the players really <laughs> on that one. And, I, I, and you know, I, I have to say, Fina, and as I said, I try and stay positive, but I, I felt really a little bit annoyed at the press conference, at Matty Nick's press conference. Don't know mm. whether you caught it. I did. But he really laid. He really he really laid it squarely on the feet of the players, and and I just don't think that the players would have just gone out and played like that, with you know, without with that instruction. Yeah. And um, there was no mention of, of that in his presser. That was completely. I, I was surprised that no one asked him about it. Yeah, but it, it was glossed over. And I really
0: don't expect a lot from AFL really, media, mate.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I just I, I felt really disappointed that he was quite happy to uh, throw the players under the bus. Um, but that's yeah. uh, that was just my opinion. I mean, in terms of players, I thought that you know Harry was just uh, had probably his best game of the the season. I think he was yeah, he was terrific. I'd agree with that. Not much more in the kit bag, though. I don't think mm-hmm. on Thursday night. No, um,
0: macker and I had talked a lot about selection and uh, game style and player buy-in on Sunday, and what you've said kind of reflects. What we thought, basically, um, that uh, it was just very lacklustre all around. Um, there's a few people, PJ Crow is amongst them, who would suggest that it was just a full-on tank. And uh, I don't think the coaching staff necessarily set the team up for a win. Do you?
1: No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very hard one to argue against when you see selection as it was, mm. and you see them come out and start playing like that. I mean. They they played in the first quarter. They played like they had a sixteen point lead with two minutes to play. Two
0: minutes to go. Exactly right. Hundred percent. There was no intent to score. It was just a all, all the intent was around uh, around uh, keeping the ball off uh, Essendon, and they did that until they ran out of skills, and then Essendon just waltzed in and kicked a goal. So <laughs> anyway,
1: yeah. I mean, it's not a, it's not a long it's not a long term solution, is it? oh to thought. a to a fast hard running team you you would have thought look you know look, i mean i, I think that with some of the games that we've seen you would have backed the game to just be a a bit of a shootout maybe and you know maybe we lose yeah. by six goals you know 18 to 11 or 18 to 12 or something yeah. like that and yeah I think we probably would have all gone away happy with that a little bit like the brisbane game i suppose in some ways yeah but i mean that um, I... no, wasn't to be
0: i mean i guess the tank uh conversation is I don't know whether it's valid or not, but I, I think what disappointed me the most is that they decided to do play that kind of a game style against a team that was uh, for all intents and purposes, even with us on the ladder. I mean, I think they are a game in front of us on the ladder. Uh, so they're, you know, right around our benchmark. And uh, I yep. would have thought uh, that they would have come out and at least tried to attack and see how it panned out. But, uh, to, to play like that was silly uh, anyway let's not dwell on that because i don't think it was well uh worth dwelling on swan ranger three in the chat says harry's performance would have made me proud it damn well did he uh did a fantastic job on darcy parish and uh got a bit of the agate himself too pete and uh, yep. uh just a glimpse of what's to come from young harry i think
1: absolutely um as you say, it wasn't just the fact that he, he did a good job running around with um, with Darcy Parrish, who's probably the four mid in the competition. Um, it was the fact that he got 20-odd himself. Uh yeah. a lovely goal. You know, he, uh, um, there's just so much to like there with Harry, and he just has great vision, just a little thing, little knock-on, little uh, – yeah, he's just a very, very high IQ player mm. and um, really like watching him play.
0: Alright, well let's first of all deal with some injury issues and of course the news out today that Luke Brown is going in for surgery so that's him done for the season yep. um, so it'll be interesting to see who, I mean obviously Chase will probably drop back there but that'll that'll mean someone needs to uh, uh, fill Luke's spot in the longer term of course we had Ben Davis uh, come in as a medical sub which was weird and um, Long-term solution. Will Hamill just stays in, do you think?
1: Oh, look, he probably does. Um, he's been a little bit underwhelming this year, Will. Yeah. He's had yeah. some nice moments, but just haven't seen that kind of consistency that we'd like. You'd really like to try and, you know, when, he, when he's a kid um, who runs and can kick and, and all those good things, you would just hope that you might get a little bit more production out of him. But with that said... He's actually um, quite a good lockdown player as well. Um, We probably underestimate that a little bit. He tackles really well. He's he's very, very good with his one-on-one. So, you know, I'm probably being a little bit harsh. And and maybe
0: Uh, um, Vardy talks about McPherson. Um, We've got West Coast this week. They've got a big, strong forward line. Peter, Um, the thing that the thing that worries me a great deal about Will Hamill is just his lack of not only his lack of size, but also just his seeming inability to brace his body. He just ragdolls around all the time.
1: Yeah, so, it is a real... Uh, it's, it's just terrifying every time you see him caught in a tackle. You just feel like he's going to end up, you know, three metres yeah, beneath.
0: He doesn't seem to have any ability to tighten his body and to brace for impact or, like, it just... Mm. I, I don't know. It's, it's something that I haven't seen very often from an AFL player, and it's a real concern for mine. Um, so yep. whether they opt for the stronger McPherson, uh, at least for this week, um, against West Coast, um, or whether they stick with Will, uh, who um, came in for um, Elliot Hummelberg in, in a very, very strange uh, unlike for unlike swap when, uh, when the bird yep. got sick. Um, I don't know. Uh, Look, we've talked about some other uh, changes, but just uh, to reiterate, uh, Luke Brown having surgery on his Achilles, um, Mm -hmm. that's pretty much troubled him his whole career to one degree or another. Uh, Tom Duda obviously stays out, so whether they stick with Benny Davis or whether that gives Josh Worrell an opportunity, I'm not quite sure, or maybe even Makassi or maybe even Borlace. What do you reckon about that one?
1: Yeah, look, I think I know it will. We, you were talking to him just, uh, just before, but Andy McPherson, you'd think he had um, had 25 on the weekend in the sandfall and looked to be back into some pretty good form. So he's a guy that you know can play smaller or taller, I suppose. Um, would like to, I really wouldn't mind seeing Fisher McCasey, um, you know, being close to an inclusion. He had, he had um, I think, six marks, 19 possessions on the weekend. Just started to look a little bit more assured. I thought. Mm. Um, I don't know what you thought about Fisher, but I think that he's certainly around the mark. I think that um, that Borla is a little bit, a little bit off the mark, and Josh well I feel a little bit sorry for uh, because he looks to be getting the Benny Davis treatment. Um, that um, yeah, you know, one horrible game up in Cairns, and then um, you know, not to be seen again. I'd yeah. really like. And, look, this is a little bit of a hangover from years ago, Fien, because you know that I was always a G for him. I'm yeah. Really, it would just, you know, five years or however long it's been, I think five years on an AFL list. Do you reckon we might be able to see Ben Davis get two games in a row Well, after five years? <clears throat> what do you think?
0: Well, I would like to see him played up forward. Um, I know he's been played off half-back in the SANFL, um, but with Tex out, and uh, we'll talk about Tex in a minute, but with Tex out... On the weekend, one thing we really lacked was that link up player, and Ben's played that role in the past. Of course, we've got Tom Lynch in the twos as well, who, you know, that's his bread and butter. But um, I was very surprised to see them stick with Ben down back for the whole game last week. I would have Mm. thought that he would have been given a run up forward to try and uh, provide us with an extra option rather than just bombing it into 40. has the ship sailed on Ben Davis, though, Pete, do you think?
1: I reckon it probably has. I reckon it probably has. But, you know, I just... I find his his treatment and his development inexplicable that you could have a kid five years on your list and he could play two games in two separate seasons yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah. You know, the first, and, and the first game being against Geelong at, down at the category category when, I don't know, there was probably eight players playing their 400th game, yeah, what yeah, that's what usually happens. Right.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say. And Both his games have been in very trying conditions. I mean, you know, uh, uh, I I don't know, I just...
1: Well, I thought he looked all right against Sydney in that round one game. I thought he did a few good things, and then COVID hits, and then, you know, then we don't see him again. And so I just... You know, I, you can only make the assumption that his, uh, his, his cards are stamped, but I, I would just... You know, for heaven's sake, when there's just no reason not to in, at this stage of the season, why wouldn't you now give him... I mean, he did look out of place, I didn't think, um, on Friday night. I think he picked up seven or eight possessions in, in, the, in the half that he was on. Just, just give him a go, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, the, look, I'm finding selection a little bit baffling over, since the bye. Uh, I had this conversation with Macker on Sunday. Um, you know, why Fogarty wasn't brought in for Tex, I'll never know. Um, no. I know I know he didn't have much output the week before, but we've seen what Billy Frampton gives us. We've seen what Elliot Himmelberg yeah. gives us, notwithstanding Elliot dropped out anyway. Yeah. We've just signed Darcy for two more years. He's been on our list almost since bloody 91, for God's sakes, when we started. And yeah. I just do not understand why they refuse to give him the keys to that forward line. I just don't understand it. So uh, that that's one baffling decision. Keeping Billy Frampton in, I know that we needed some sort of chop out for, for Riley O'Brien. Billy Frampton tries hard. He seems to lack confidence at AFL level. As Maca said on Sunday, he's a bit of a tweener. He's too good for his NFL and doesn't appear to be good enough for AFL. Um... But we've seen what he provides. There was a golden opportunity to play one of Fogarty, Cook, or um, uh, Lockie Gallant on the weekend. Mm. Um, yep. If we weren't going to play Fogarty or Tommy Lynch, and I just I just found that the makeup of the side I didn't think Lockie Murphy deserved to come back in after one week. I don't think he's that good a player to come in after one week. I. I don't know. I am I'm, I'm just a little bit confused by the whole selection policy at the moment.
1: Oh, it's very very difficult. I mean when we had what I thought was a you know a forward line that we could just sort of start building around which was Fogarty, Thilthorpe and and Walker. Yeah. And then we lose Walker and suddenly we throw the toys out of the pram. Yep. Uh, I I would hope that this week they'd be calling back Walker if he's fit, but if not certainly Lynch. Fogarty's had 19 possessions, 9 marks, and 2 goals, too. We'll have to come back into the side, surely, on the back can of that just, performance.
0: Can we just leave him in the team, for God's sakes? Just leave him in the team. Let the kid play and leave him in the team. And they've obviously made a call on him. They've given him another, another two years just a month ago. Yeah. Don't play the kid, for God's sakes. Um, yeah. And, Rabbi, I, I disagree. We, he didn't do nothing, he wasn't great. But he didn't do nothing, and he certainly did more mm. than bloody Frampton. And at least when he yeah. lines up for a shot at goal, you know he's going to give it a good shake, whereas Frampton just about kicks it sideways. So uh, yeah. I've got no time for Frampton. I'd rather see Himmelberg get a run than Frampton, for God's sakes, as a second mm. ruck. In fact, at some stage, yeah. I'd like to see Himmelberg uh, played as a first ruck and give Roly O'Brien a chop-out. Uh, not this week. Well,
1: absolutely. Absolutely, and I think... Uh, I talked about that last week. I'd like to see Elliot would uh, just be given a full game. And r- I think he's actually a very underrated and very good Ruckman. Mm. Uh, I think I think he'd do okay. So, yeah, it was a little bit unfortunate that he uh, went down with that illness on the weekend. So he may I mean, well be right. in the frame. Um, yeah, uh, He may be well in the frame. Lynch is going to come back in. You would think Fogarty will come back in. Frampton will ha- Frampton 17 possessions, 11 marks. He looks good on paper, but um, gave really... It was really ineffectual, um, so you would think that he would he would go back out. Um, but who knows? The selection, yeah, the the it's very very difficult. You, you know, when you look at that, that selection and you couple that with the game style that they came out with, mm. very very hard not to talk about the T word. It really it really is. But anyway,
0: yeah, well that's right.
1: Um,
0: so the Crows say that uh, Tex uh, will be integrated back into tra- training uh, today. Um, trying to get yep. on Thursday and then see how it comes up Matty Crouch making strong progress uh, and tr- actually trained with the main group uh, this week um, but they still haven't set a date for him Seedsman had a corky in the calf but is expected to come up so we've got today uh, out Tex a, text, uh, Tex a test um, Crouch not ready Talia not ready Brown out for the season Miller out for the season Hinge out for the season so the cup is getting a little bit bare, and uh, West Coast will be absolutely smarting up after getting rolled by North Melbourne on their home deck. Uh, Macker has maintained so. for a month that they aren't that good, and I'm starting to agree with him. They rely on too few that team. Um, yeah, but, uh, I
1: think, yeah, I think I think you're right. They'll, um, well, I think they'll uh, they'll hit back. Be very very surprised if they don't hit back at it this week.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I don't know. Anyway. So that covers off injuries and selection, mate. Uh, what else have we got quickly to talk about? Uh, they've released the fixture for rounds 19 and 20. So uh, we'll be playing the Bulldogs uh, in round t- 19 at Mars, which is just a mm-hmm. graveyard. And round 20, yeah, we've God. got the Hawks at Adelaide on the Saturday uh, Saturday evening. Uh, so and that that could be quite a pivotal match, the Hawthorne game, because we're now getting to the pointy end, and uh, I've noticed the AFL media starting to chirp up a little bit about Jason Horn and the likelihood of Horn going to North Melbourne uh, with number one. I I did a ladder predictor on the weekend, uh, Pete, and I had it finishing I think fourteenth um, mm-hmm. or fifteenth. I don't see us dropping down to seventeenth, do you?
1: Uh, no, I don't, and I think that um, you know, there's a very, very. Well, I think there's a um, quite a possibility that Hawthorne will end up with the spoon because they've got a terrible run home, mm. and they've already dropped well below our percentage, and yeah. um, so I, I think that they're. It may well be between be between them and North Melbourne. I think I don't think that we'll get to that point of being in position to, to choose Jason. I think that will be beyond us, and I think we would have to. I don't know what, what I thought. What we I thought, yeah, that's true. Vardy Magic says Hawks will outtank us. They probably will. We won't, We wouldn't be clever enough to outtank tank Clarkson.
0: No, we left to um, run but, a bit late.
1: I think we left to run a bit late, and I think that, um, but mind you, if we if we see you know weird goings on like we saw last weekend, then who knows what they've got <laughs> in mind? But even if we lost every single game game from here, we would still need um, both North. Um, and Hawthorne to win one besides the one that they've got drawn against us. So yep. uh, I still I still can't see that happening.
0: Yeah. So given uh, Jason's, uh, we'll just digress on this just for a minute, uh, a couple of questions without notice, Pete. Um, but given the talk around, uh, you know, uh, the, the draft now, what chance us throwing everything but the kitchen sink at North Melbourne or Hawthorne? to see if we can uh, grab
1: pick one. Oh, look, I don't think there's anything that they would, um, they would take, thing to be perfectly honest. And the reason I say that is because I think that it's shaping as a, a draft uh, very, very similar to the rail draft where there was that just that, that one player. Yep. Um, I suppose it was possibly Anderson as well. Um, and then there was a little bit of distance between. So in this one, you've got Dacos, Darcy and Horn, and those three kind of stand out. Is um, there a,
0: what's the kid from Sandringham's name? It. Finnegan, is it Finnegan from
1: Finn Callahan?
0: Finn Callahan, that's it. He seems to be uh, in the conversation a bit, but um, not a bona fide midfielder. So I don't think he'd he'd uh, rate a top three or four.
1: No, this look, you know, it's very very difficult at the moment, and it, and it has been because of the fact that the champs are delayed. Now, you know, in in any normal given season, we probably the chance would be sort of probably well underway by now. But because they're not being played until September, it's going to be very, very difficult yeah. for people to anybody to assess how these kids are, you know, against their peers. And so um everyone's flying blind, other than the fact that Horn's had so much exposure. Yeah. And he's had and he's had continuing exposure, like, you know, as we I mean, you know, every three or four weeks a clip shows up about something, you know, dramatic that Horn's done at SNFL league level. It's because, yeah. you know, it's been covered. Yeah. It's available. You know, there's footage. And so, you know, he's getting a lot of publicity. And um, well, if he's going to tackle I
0: think... Darcy, that's obviously going <laughs> to... <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on, Jason, just tone it down a little bit, could you?
1: Yeah, although I didn't I didn't much like his... that you, you see that footage they released where he... Um, that stoppage, he balks around and then just blasts into the... Um, junior coaches would absolutely scream at that. He had two players free. Yeah,
0: he, yeah.
1: All he needed to do was... He just needed... The, he needed... To, they, all, you know what? They flog them, at, at 16s and 18s level. With, you know, they just want the basics. Yeah. Just hit the basic. Just take the basic option. He had two guys there completely by themselves. All he had to do was handball, mm. and then it's a run in, and it's a deep entry. Mm. Did you see the end of the footage? He ends no, up kicking I... to a contest, and 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 the eagle's just clear. So yeah, yeah. it was a horrible. It looked nice. Yeah. The possession looked nice, but the decision making was appalling. A
0: bit off, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, so anyway, I didn't didn't much like it. But anyway, you yeah, know, no one's perfect, of course. But uh, it's um, you know, it's going to be very tricky. There's about, um, I reckon, half a dozen under those. But you know, any one of those could you know shape as being good players. And so they've just got to, you know, what there's been, you know, there's a lot of good players that weren't taken at pick one, thing. And so there's a lot of uh, great players running around out there that were taken between you know, two one, and eight. So one hundred
0: percent. Uh, uh, and drink up, those listening. Hundred um, percent. I just think he's I going just, to I, out. I don't. Dis-
1: I, don't dis- I don't. I honestly don't disagree with the, with the concept of what you're saying. Look, what can we throw at North Melbourne? I just honestly think that they they would have him like signed, sealed, and delivered. I reckon North, and if not Hawthorne and I don't think that they'll budge.
0: Mm. Uh, flight risk play a play a role at all?
1: Well, he's a um, the interviews that I've seen of him. He's a he's a Fremantle supporter, yeah. and he said that if he was staying in Adelaide, he'd prefer to play with Port Adelaide. Yes. God damn it! <laughs> so, <laughs> so that that was, that, was, that was his interview. I think yeah. his his stepfather is Fabian Francis. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. So um, he's got a connection with Port Adelaide as well, and side so yeah. of you know. I mean, they'll they go wherever they're told, of course. But um,
0: mm.
1: I, look, I I just think that you know it's probably a 101 chance that we finish bottom and 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 pick him up but i i think that you know if 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 horn was genuinely our target then you know we'd need it to be a bit more strategic than what we have been
0: all right so i'm going to throw this at you and i'm i'm looking at the time don't worry um no I'm it's fine throw, mate. i'm good I, i'm good i'm going to throw this at you given we've got a lot of young players and given that we've got a real dip in the graph in the uh, sort of 22 to 26 age bracket
1: oh, yeah we have
0: And given that we've got um, a couple of second round picks, um, and a little bit of currency, maybe with Matty Crouch, um, uh, you know, on the table or taking up free agency, I can see a club like Gold Coast uh, looking at him, particularly now that Poor Old Huey's gone down. Is there any merit in cutting our losses at pick three or four, or whatever we have? And going for a bona fide twenty-four-year-old midfielder, existing midfielder in the dra- in the currently in the competition, and I, I haven't got a name. I'm just throwing the proposition
1: out there. Um, I'd, I'd reckon we're maybe one draft too early. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd certainly push it next year. I'd, I wouldn't mind just one more drink this year um, at, at a top five pick. But with that said, Fin, you know I guess the all important thing is the name, who is it? And if you could, if you could you know if you could get someone who was a you know um had a hundred games up and he was in that sort of age bracket, mm-hmm. um you know there's and look, don't forget there's a couple of, and I know that all of the listeners will laugh at me, but there's a there's a couple of free agents sitting out there that are right in that bracket that yeah. you know are a free hit, and <clears> that's <throat> obviously Luke, Luke Dunstan at St. Kilda. Who still no. hasn't signed, he's a free agent, yeah. And um, and DeMont now they're not fashionable, but but Dunstan's game on the weekend, he was epic, and well, he, you know, he played it, he played an outstanding game. And then you've got now DeMont's not fashionable at all, but did you watch the last quarter? Oh, yeah, of North Melbourne and West yeah. Coast, yeah. See, so, so he, he was the one that pulled out the two big smothers yeah. in there. You know he he's ugly and he's not fashionable, but he does get it done both ways, and he's a very very hard running defensive wingman. Mm. And so I'm, I'm I'm not sure that we don't need someone, and they're right in that zone. So look, yeah. I, I take what you you know I absolutely take what you're saying, and that is that you know we've had this discussion thing, and yeah. it, it is a huge problem. It is a huge problem that 22 to 28 year old bracket. Yeah, where we don't have guys at around about that hundred games.
0: Well, I think it's disrupting our rebuild, to be honest with you, because I think they're loath to play too many kids in the team, and I can understand the the thinking. Um, yep. But our like Rory Sloan's output continues to be um, a concern. Um, yep. You know, we have we're too stodgy in the midfield. We don't have any class on the outside. Uh, You know, we've spoken about that. Lockie Scholes probably a couple of years away from really cementing himself as a as a premier outside player, just because of his build. Um, You know, we've got Miller coming back, and that's all good. Uh, I just just wonder whether I mean, I think a lot depends on what happens with Matty Roberts, um, because I think uh, obviously he'll get back for the championships now, won't he?
1: Oh, I hope so. Um, so he, um, I, I have heard that it was, a, you know, what, it's it's a nasty injury. I think it's worse than yeah. Draper's. Yeah. But okay. So anyway, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Yeah. It is September, so it is it still a way off?
0: So. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. Um, so he may be able to show his wares, but you would think that he may slip a little bit um, if he doesn't yeah. get on the park.
1: But I don't Quite think possibly. he slips
0: out of top 10, do you?
1: No, definitely not.
0: Not a chance. He, he not, a, might, not a guy that was. No. Yeah, he might slip from to about six to eight, but yep, I, I, even 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 that would be doubtful. I still think he probably goes top top half a dozen. I, I just wonder. It's just something that's played on my mind. Everyone. No, I
1: think you're right. I think look, I think you're you're not far off in terms of that thought process because it's I I think it's a huge worry in this rebuild that, that. we've got you, you know um that in you know three, four, five years' time when Harry's on sort of 70 or 80 games.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, and then, you know, Sloan, you know, Laird, I mean, Key, you know, Keys is in the zone. Yeah. But, you know, you've got experienced guys who are ready to fall off the cliff. Yeah. Um, yeah, Laird, he's 28, I think, isn't he? 28 or 29?
0: Uh, you know, yeah, he's a year cool older life. than Cam, so he's 28, yep.
1: So, you know. The the end could come sooner rather than later for Rory as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: And so who who are who are going to be the experienced players when we've got when we're getting these kids to seventy, eighty, ninety games? Who are mm. going to be the one hundred and fifty to two hundred gamers?
0: Yeah, they're going to be yeah. gone. Yeah, that, and that's it's that's the problem worry. that I see. Uh, that that yep. gap there. Uh, we've got Harry and we've got um, Sam Berry, obviously, uh, who will eventually be our midfielders. You would think, along with uh, Pedler. Mm-hmm. Peddler. um yep. you know, but they're they're green as anything. Peddler's going to be lucky to hit five games by the end of the season. They don't seem to want to run Sam through the midfield much. Uh, he's played predominantly up forward. Um, you know, Harry got some more minutes on the weekend doing a run with Roll, but he's uh, had spasmodic me spasmodic runs through the midfield. Um, so we'll see more of those threes. You would think in uh, yep kind of hiccups uh, in. Uh, Twenty-two. Yep. I just wonder. You know, I'm just. It's just got me thinking. You either throw the kitchen yep. sink and try to get horn for a bit of class, um, and that outside, yep. you know, uh, um, class that you want. Do you do you just accept defeat and take a take a Roberts at at five or four or whatever, mm. or do you think, all right, well, is there someone around that is around the hundred game mark? That maybe just on the fringes, but tracking up, the the bloke that I'm thinking of is the kid from Sydney. Um, Pete,
1: what's his name? Dawson. Dawson. Mm. I think he put out a pre- he he put out a statement through the week that for Sydney fans not to be concerned, they're just working through the details.
0: Yeah, Pat said that think-
1: too. I don't think you'll get um, him. Um I reckon if you're gonna do it, Fane, it's gotta be a bona fide midfielder. Mm. Um which Jordan's not. Um could be though. See, see the Billy Forey's is the one that we really, really miss is Miller. Miller is the one that you he's the one you want him to be at a hundred games now and yeah. and to have developed into a midfielder. Yeah. Um but he's he's a real missing piece of the puzzle. Um so anyway, fingers yeah. crossed we can yeah. get him back. But I, I don't think we'll get Dawson. Yeah, you know, they're talking about going after Stevens.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. Is he the answer? I don't know about that.
1: He's oh, performed particularly well.
0: Is pe- performed particularly well in the in the seconds, but it's not a hugely strong. I don't know. It? Mm.
1: I think he'd be expensive for what he'd bring. Yeah,
0: I, I tend to agree. I I think it needs to be a an up and coming midfielder currently playing ones, but maybe not quite hasn't got the uh, there's not enough space on the list or whatever or in the rotations to get him into the you know into the first rotation or whatever I haven't got a like name like
1: Lipinski or Lipinski yeah. from yep. the Bulldogs maybe yep he seems to be uh, sort of you know there and thereabouts but um, yeah Yeah. so yeah, anyway quite, quite look, possibly it's going to be interesting oh, to follow Hopper. Um, Hopper now wouldn't you love Hopper from GWS wow is that doable? Oh, did you see him play on the weekend? For yeah. his last quarter, he's um, he's great. I love him. Yeah, that's not he doable. Bit, now. So now, Hopper. Hopper is someone. Um, Hopper is someone that I reckon you go to GWS with pick four or five and a water cash and say, "I'd for four or five, pick four or five, I'd go after Hopper."
0: Pick four or five, four or five, uh, and Himmelberg.
1: Yep chuck in Himmelberg, Himmelberg and also some Easter buns and, and I'd I'd, have, I'd grab Hopper.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's the kind of deal that I'm thinking about if yeah. we can't work a trade for one.
1: Yep. Thanks, Surf South, for, uh, remit, for, remit, for putting him up as an option because I think he's exactly in that zone thing that you're talking about.
0: Yeah. 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 No, good on you. As usual, Pete, you know, we rely on our bloody chatters to fill in the blanks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, pardon me. All right. Well, look, um we've probably done that to death and a lot of people would have been looking forward to your deep dive into Isaiah Dudley unfortunately again as people see I've I've suited up. There's a bit of cl- I don't know whether you can see Pete you probably can't but I've I'm in the I'm in the business club, so I'm all suited up bringing a bit of class to the show tonight. <laughs> um I love and it. that's that's hopefully to make up for the fact that I didn't get any footage. So. <laughs> <laughs> So never mind, um, but uh, why don't we get straight in and talk about Isaiah, shall we?
1: Yeah, look, I I really do want to talk about Isaiah because um, I love him to bit. So he is a, um, he's a 168 centimetre midfielder playing for centrals at the moment. He has absolutely um, dominated under 18s. He's just smashed it. He is um, now playing reserves. Yes, NT Rabbit, he is a midget. Um, and he is pushing forward and he, against the men in, in reserves. He's now pushing towards what would be his natural position on an AFL list, which would be that really dynamic small forward. Now, before anybody, um, uh, before I get too many more of the midget comments, you know, <laughs> Melbourne, <laughs> Melbourne, Melbourne took a massive um, gamble in, and used pick 12 last year on, on, on Cozzy Pickett. And Cozzy Pickett's only one seventy, and um, Dudley is—he has got pace, he has got explosiveness he, he And the great thing about Dudley is that he is an absolutely manic tackler. Okay, so so in his um, in in his ten under eighteen games this year, he's stuck sixty-five tackles in his ten games. That's and huge for a, big,
0: for a midget.
1: Huge for midget, but in his three reserves games he stuck 19 tackles mm. in three reserves games so he he is a kid who will absolutely he'll chase who he'll um and he'll he'll tackle and i just think that he's got um he's got really really good um explosive pace out of clearance out of stoppage he's a great clearance player and the great thing is is that unlike um New Church, um, Central's have used Dudley as a midfielder in the under-18s. And yeah. so he's really, he's got that contested, really hard contested side of his game down plat. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, he may well, get, look, he may well end up at 170. But the beauty of, of Isaiah, of course, is he's um, an NGA. He's one of our NGAs, okay? So yeah. provided he doesn't get picked between 1 and 20, which I don't think he will because of yeah. his size, although... Cozy Pickett did smash that ceiling last year. Yeah, or was it the year before? It might have been the year before actually. The year before it got drafted. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so you know, I but I, I'd be I'd be very very surprised if he goes before twenty. I don't think he will. Depending on his chance. Mm. But once he gets past twenty, then he's an NGA for us. Now there's a couple of things with that. He could float through to our cap B list and we get him for nothing. But we've already got two on our cap B list, and both of those two um, w- went through last year and they've both been signed to two-year contracts. Yeah. So I can't I can't see us booting um, Borlays on New Church, and unless there's any change to the rules, we can only have two on that cap B list. So we've got mm. them. So we are going to have to put Isaiah on the main list if we do get him. I just think that, um, and I know that I... Coming on here every week, Fiend, and I try and sell you South Australian
0: players.
1: (laughs) But I think small forward is a need for us, and I think we can get him super, super dirt cheap. You know, we'll be able to get him for peanuts. Um, So, as an NGO player, and so I think that, um, you know, we can let him go right. I think we've got a pick in the 70s. Yes, we do. Pretty sure. So, you know, he could drift right through to there, um, and um, or, you know, whatever, whatever it ends up. You know, costing, and um, yeah, he he would be a great um, a great pickup uh, for that small pressure fork. We don't have, um, and Vardy Magic absolutely he is manic physicality. Okay, mm. this kid he 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 will he'll chase you outside of the ground, and so yes, he's absolutely he's physical, but he's small, and so you know um, whether you're going to. But, you know, he, he's kicking his two and, you know, kicked, um, I think in his first reserves game, he's had, you know, I think like something like nine possessions, eight tackles and two goals or something. So, I mean, you know, it's not to be sneezed at in your first game of reserves football.
0: No, that's so, right. Um, and I'm just uh, taking a screenshot here for those who haven't seen Isaiah and I'll just put it up on the screen momentarily when I work out my life. Um, let me just have a look here. Um, but he looks nuggety. Uh, I think someone said uh, Graham Johncock. He's uh, Johncock yep. turned into a specimen by the end of his career. But I, I think Isaiah has the potential to to have a similar build, extremely yep. low center of gravity. But he's not he's not light like McHenry or Chase Jones or someone like that. Um no you know he's quite nuggety um and uh and you, just you,
1: you can't know. you can't be sticking those tackles if you if you've got no strength
0: no that's a hundred percent right um mate so uh let me just see what I'm doing
1: here firewalker makes a good point that actually um and I didn't think about that thanks to our our, uh, our audience uh, once again, but yes, you could put Borlase on New Church, New Church to the main to the to the normal rookie list and free up that cap B spot. You could do it yeah. that way.
0: So I've just I've just put Isaiah up on the screen uh, for those who are watching, and uh, you can see he's he's got uh, a good build for a kid. I'm with you. I'm not sold on Jimmy Rowe whatsoever. Uh, a, no. Tariq is still a couple of years away, um, and. Uh, We've got, a, we've got a lot of... Um, there's actually a lot of chat about my freaking suit here at the moment. Let me just clear a couple of things up. It's Peter Shearer, not Roger David. And my shirt's blue, not grey. It's just coming up as grey on the thing. Now, that's all I'm going to say. They're,
1: about... very, they're, they're very interested in it. I, yeah, oh, yeah. This... Oh, is that Dudley's mark?
0: No, no, no. It's just him giving off.
1: Um, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So... Um, I'm with you Peter 100% on um on Isaiah. I think he's uh, well worth it. Um and uh this is, oh, I can't see him getting picked up in the 20s or well, uh, like no. before 20. No.
1: Um and that gives us options in my opinion. So uh it'll be interesting to see. you uh, I mean uh oh, thanks Barry Magic the link that he put up there was that specky that uh, Dudley took. Oh right okay. Um but he he um, look you know, everyone, everyone. thought, why would you draft Cosy Pickett at 170 centimetre? You know, small um, forward. And yet, we all just marvel at what it's like. And you, you think now, would you? Would you like a Cosy Pickett type in your in your team?
0: No, of
1: course you would. You know, and, no, of course you would. Of course you would. And and so the the business about well, he's a midget. Well, okay. Yep, he's a midget. But you know what? If I've got the ball, I don't want to have to try and dance around him. Yeah. And I don't care how I don't care how small he is because you know what. He, he he is burying me three meters under. Isaiah yeah. is. He is an aggressive, you know, um, physical uh, player, and so you know you need that as a small forward. So yeah. you know I don't I don't I don't propose that he's going to make it in AFL as a midfielder because of his size. But what's his weapon? His weapon is that he is a manic tackler. Yeah, and he's quick and he's explosive and he you know he can win clearances and so i think he would just be really really dangerous in our forward 50 yeah good pace vm good pace
0: um and <clears throat> pardon me let's be honest we had three tackles inside 50 on the weekend so uh, forward 50 pressure isn't our strong point at the moment peter
1: <laughs> no it's not and but and Barty, he's look he's he's got quick enough closing speed you you just you just don't rack up that many tackles in football if you're not quick and you're not strong you just don't the stats you know in that in that situation i think the stats speak for themselves
0: yeah you won't you won't complete those that number of tackles you, you might attempt that many but you won't uh, yeah. you won't not you complete won't complete that. them
1: especially now he's playing against men for, he's playing against men now
0: yeah well that's 100% right um you know the thing about jimmy Rowe is he always looks better when he's up the ground um yeah He's not providing any value at all as a small forward. Um, you know, uh, Lockie Murphy uh, plays like a six foot eight bloody ruckman when he plays. So, um, you know, he, he's not small forward. Ned McHenry doesn't have any goal sense. He's not a small forward. We definitely no. do need a goal scoring forward who can apply defensive pressure.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, the- yeah. No. Absolutely. There you go. So there you go. I've, I've, uh, have I sold you? So hopefully now we should be drafting about six South Australian kids onto our
0: list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what it shows, Peter, is that there's a good opportunity for us to repeat the strategy of last season and go heavy on South Australian kids um, mm. if we've got the opportunity, um, because there's plenty of them. You know, I expect us to do really well again at this year's championships when they're eventually played, notwithstanding a couple of injuries that we've had. During the season, and yep. uh, uh, those boys will be champing at the bit to show their wares ahead of the uh, the AFL draft being so close uh, to that championships. So it should be a high quality championships, I would have thought. And uh, yeah. Isaiah is another kid that would be very interesting to see how many midfield minutes they give him, or whether they have him purely as a, as a small forward.
1: Yeah, and look, I tell you, um, <clears throat> if nothing else, fine. At least our our audience, when they tune into those um, champs, they will know our South Australian team.
0: Hundred percent. Who have we got next week, mate? Have you got anyone lined up at this stage? Have We got any left?
1: No. Uh, the, I'll look, there's others, and I'll um I'll have a dig around. We're getting now into the more the sort of the rookie. You know, there's a kid by the name of Shay Linky out at Centrals who played some league football. Yeah. He'll be uh, he'll be in the draft and he's he'll, he's in the state side, so he'll be he'll be around the place. Um, I haven't looked at Hugh Jackson yet. I'm got yep. a massive g for Hugh, but um, we can uh, we can have a look at him. Lewis Racing. Oh yeah, we did look at no, Lewis. We didn't did we?
0: Lewis last week. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's you know there's a couple there's a couple still out there. So uh, yeah yeah I'll uh, I'll dig some out. We'll keep very going. good. Don't worry.
0: Yeah. Well, look, and once we've done that, we might. Um, We might be at a point there where we can have a look at some of the Victorian kids that have got some exposed form this year as well now. Um, Yeah, that's right. And uh, just see if we can fill in a few blanks and maybe find a good pick for North Melbourne and Hawthorne so that they don't care about (laughs) uh, (laughs) Jason Horn. Yeah, that's right. Someone
1: like Hobbs or something
0: like that. Yeah, I don't care who it is. (laughs) All right. Well, look, it doesn't look like anyone Uh, wants to chat with us tonight, Peter. uh, but that was no. a um, uh, a good uh, look at Isaiah. Um, well worth it. Thanks to everyone who's joined us on Twi- on uh, YouTube and Discord, of course. Um, thanks to everyone who supports us on Patreon. We will be back on Sunday night for the weekend wrap with Maka and maybe Nikki uh, to cover another resounding loss uh, to West Coast <laughs> as we as we strive for uh, 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 pick one or two. In the meantime, take it easy, everyone, and we'll see you later on.
1: Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Fang.